Alright. Alright. We open to a black abyss where we see the five black thrones of the masters. Each of the masked men and women look down upon the pirate that we saw speaking to Chiron in Blood Cove. The lion masked man speaks up. No, time out, son of a bitch. I told you, I told you, I told you, I told you. This was a bad idea. We kill the dragon. We get a bunch of bullshit in Discord because, oh my gosh, can't worry about the evil. Guess what, baby? Evil. Now we're gonna have to fight him as an adult and it is Silas's fault. It's Frizzy Geek's fault. Please continue. The outcome does what? not matter. Frizzy Geek made the correct choice. That's not, that's true. But wait, but consequences, bitch. Wait, no, I don't think that, that wasn't Chiron. That was the Dark Master. No, he's the guy talking to Chiron, who's like, oh, guy buddy, buddy with Chiron, and now he's freaking talking to the master. Okay, not all buddy. Talking buddy. to the masters. The five black thrones please, with the please, five I think Chiron's done masters. with masters anyway. So I don't think we have anything to worry about there. The lion masked man speaks up. Mr. Phipps, our connection to the Bogard, known as Belmazog, has been severed. Do you have anything to report from your station in Blood Cove? Why, yes, I do, good sirs and misses. It would appear the Cinder Claws have all gone up in flames. A group of hero types came and gutted the entire cult, it would appear. The smiling gold masked man slams a fist onto his throne, shattering the black marble armrest. But, 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 I am happy to report there is some good news. The lion masked man nods. Go on. Well, just so happens a certain friend of ours son waltzes right up to my ship just a day ago. Sayadi's spawn. The same. Well, it looked a bit human to me, but that didn't last too long. Burned down the whole operation as well. But I figured not really a big deal since, you know, the your cult and all kind of shit the bed. But the big news is that this dragon had an interesting gold uh, thing protruding from his chest. Gold? A gold shard? Eh, I was thinking it more of a fragment, but yeah, you could call it a shard. The masters all look to one another. And the lion masked man quickly looks back down at Phipps. Mr. Phipps, you are to report to Cheliax immediately. Do not let anything happen to the shard or the dragon. Way ahead of you, sir. We've already set course for old Kintago just yesterday. Good. You will be paid well when you arrive. Now, we must learn of these heroes. Yeah, about that. I've uh, got some other news I think you're going to like. Phipps closes his eyes and focuses, and then suddenly a large figure appears from the darkness next to him. Found this one floating down the Vanji. Said he had a run-in with the ones that wiped your cults off the map. Says he's looking to return the favor. We pan as the masters all look down upon Growl. Smiling in the <laughs> darkness, and we cut to black. 
<laughs> everybody we let live stabs oh, us in the back. My. We this should just kill this, everybody. This, this is why we sever loose ends. We crush them every time. Dragon bad, growl bad, dead, dead. I Sorry, will go down in history as a villain Everybody's before dying. I let the world burn. <laughs> Everybody's dead. No more dead. saving lives. <laughs> no redemption arcs. Only shit. Save we are bad people, but no. we are saving the world. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, I, I promise I'm not going to be bad dragon. I promise I'm good dragon. Unlike all other dragons, <laughs> I am good dragon. Get up! <laughs> nah, if we would have killed him, Chance would have just rode that train. It would have been like... And there's a funeral, and he was loved, and yep. his aunts and uncles. Children. No, yeah, we don't win. We don't win. You hear, we don't you win. The only way we win is crying. by doing what is good. <laughs> Spoken like a true Freaking sad crowd nice pleasers. <laughs> crowd pleasers over here. Yeah, might as well call you a devil day because you're a fucking crowd pleaser. We we are on the crowd pleasers. The basically good new party name, the crowd pleasers. The devil digs. The, the, quote, the devil good digs. guys. <laughs> the heroes who are going to save the day. Instead of the basically good guys, the definitely good guys. 100% good guys. Clean, squeaky, conscious good guys. Announcements before part two of the Basically Good Podcast season two finale. Our t-shirts are now live at basicallygoodpodcast.com. Jump over there. Orders for this shirt only go through the month of May. We will be ordering the shirts as soon as the month of May is up. We'll close down orders. This is going to be a one-time deal. This is the only time you can get your hands on this very first beautiful t-shirt. So do not wait. Get those orders in. Episode 8 of the Bangarang Gang is now available as well. If you are not caught up on our Starfinder campaign, I highly suggest you get started. We only have eight episodes out right now, but this episode 8 is one of the best so far in the season. We're very excited uh, to be able to release this and share this all with you. Dive in and let us know what you think about the episode on our Discord. The Fall of Heroes, our interactive one-shot that is going to be happening this weekend, May 15th at 7 o'clock Central Time, is here. The tip menu is being released on all social medias, including our Discord, wide today. So keep your eyes out on that. There's a ton of ways to interact with the map, with the players, characters, and the story. So be sure to check out that tip menu. Keep your eyes out for maybe a little video this week, little video uh, trailer that we are very excited to share with you all. 
Last but not least, we are going to be opening up four more Distinguished Hero tiers on our Patreon. This tier includes a t-shirt. It includes a pair of handmade, basically good dice, early access to our Starfinder show, stickers, everything really beneath those lower tiers, a Patreon pre-pod of your own, and many, many more benefits. As this is something that you'd be interested in looking at into, now is the time to do it. If you've wanted to pledge at this level, now's the time. We're going to open these up. Uh, that that tier is going to have huge benefits for our interactive one-shot this weekend. So jump on now uh, to kind of get a good idea of what all things that you're going to be able to, to interact with once that date comes. But those will be going live here in the next day or so. We've had a lot of interest from people wanting to jump in there, so go grab your spot before it is too late. We want to thank you all for staying up to date with the Basically Good podcast this is a huge episode for us, uh, the wrap of season two. We're so excited to be able to share it with you all. And for the very last time before season three, that is all the announcements I have for today. And please enjoy this week's episode of the Basically Good Podcast. We are going to open up to the volcanic halfway zone between Huntergate 1 and Huntergate 2. We see... Our friend Devoku be shifted out of this plane, this inner planner demi-plane. He is shunted out of it forcefully, yeeted as one might say, <laughs> as one of the arcane tethers snaps. Yoinked that ass. As one of the arcane tethers snaps from this already unstable connection. And our four adventurers stand at one of the archways, looking at the other one 200 feet away, but blocking their path is the fiery incarnation of a dragon, Dahak. And we see he forms, and you see his form is no longer merely just flames, but you see red scales are beginning to materialize as well. And it speaks in Draconic. I can hear it with my cool new notes. <laughs> so, my jailers have come. You will all burn in the oblivion of my power. Real funny guy. <laughs> yeah, all right, all right. Hey, 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 fuck you. <laughs> Boys, if you don't mind, I gotta pee real fast, yeah. so I'll just extinguish this little piece of fire in front of us. <laughs> Frizzigig holds Guppy up in the air, and Guppy is double flipping off the hog. <laughs> Here we go. Proceed. And then Guppy, oh, very, yeah. uh, uh, in a very cowardly manner, ducks back inside his uh, <laughs> fancy sleeves of holding, or whatever they're called. Well, 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 Mr. Visage of Dark. Uh, we, as your jailers, have some interesting news for you. Your lifetime sentence has now been reduced to the death. The death sentence. You're on, you're on death row. You're going to die. We're right moving here. you to gonna death kill. row. It's time Today. for a smoke Take break because you're getting extinguished. It's <laughs> time for a smoke break. I hope you like rocks and water because you look like a house fire. And we're all sexy firefighters. Where's Devoku? He's gone. Okay. Roll for initiative. Where did Devoku go, though? Where did Devoku go? He's just gone. Where did Devoku go, though? 
Oh, wait, that's where did the vocal at? That is not a good roll. Let me go ahead and crack out my dice since I didn't get to use them last session. Aaron tightens his shoelaces. It's a plus one to initiative, I'm pretty sure, Aaron. Yeah, in plus one foot speed. All right, what'd you guys get? 21. 33. 33 as well. You can go it's first. 13. Okay. Natural one. Oh I'm gonna be Holy cow. All right, trips. Aaron or Kaleri. You can go first. I'm just going to move Ooh. behind where you move. So, Okay. Um, outspeeding the dragon. How, how about that? Um, Kaleri is... She has Large. the shield out. Um, and she is massive. She's just a huge woman. She's like the vampire Lady Demiri skill oh. or whatever her name is. Yeah, so I'm going to... I don't think I want to rage yet because that's just going to lower my seat more. So I'm going to move my full move action. Do I get any added move as a large creature, Jackson? No. What's the range of a breath say. weapon? 30 feet, typically. Leave, leave room for him to run to us and use the breath weapon. Don't blow oh. an action getting there, right? Um, I mean, I guess I could hold an action if he gets close enough, because I have reach. Sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, step forward. And, um, I will use two actions to ready a... Send oh, charge. I can't ready a two action. Oh. Um. Hmm. I guess I have the longsword out. Already in action to strike if he comes within striking distance. Okay. Sexy frizzy gig. No, it's my <laughs> turn. Classic. No, I just <laughs> said, I was just pointing out that this was the sexy frizzy gig map. Oh, yeah. Very sexy. No! No! Oh, it's cursed. All right, what does Aaron do? It's a cursed image. Um, The green ass. I'm gonna throw one of my snowballs. Oh, from your necklace. Wait, before that, chance, I do need to to retcon something. I don't ready an action because I'd have to raise shield as an action for me to be able to shield block. Right. Okay. So you so are raising your shield. I'm gonna I'm gonna raise my shield. Okay. Did you want to move? Yeah, you or can. You say right oh, there? oh, yes. actually, That's I need fine. everyone to roll a will save. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, against the dragon. I get a, I get against, a bonus to this, right? Yeah, you do. I don't even care what it was. I rolled a natural 20. Natty 20. I big rolled old two zero. 30. Okay. I also rolled a 30. Both of those are passes, Kaleri. What? 29. All right, all passes. You are not frightened by its mere presence. We've seen our first rumble in the jungle with this guy. We've seen worse. <laughs> Claire, are you moving or not? Uh, that's that's where I was moving to. Because Urkel said, like, make him burn some actions by moving to us. And I think that was a valid point. Okay. But if I mean, you like, think yeah, I should move a breath up weapon, to... weapon, it's like 60 feet max, right? If it's a line. Unless you or, think it would be beneficial for me to, to move not up more. Jackson, you get the, the strategist brain, so... I cast one action to cast guidance on Urkel. You get plus one bonus 
to one attack roll, perception check, saving throw, or skill check. So basically your next roll, you get a plus one. Then next, I'm going to cast True Strike on myself. Oh. Um, which lets me like roll with advantage. Okay. Sweet. And then I'm going to throw my biggest <sighs> snowball. 33. That is a hit. Yes. All right. All right. Okay. Now, how did now how does the slow thing work? Yeah, so we are using a house rule. I don't know if you send this on air, but we have changed the effects of snowball and some of their spells to instead of do a minus five or ten penalty, we are doing a um, they give them the slowed one condition and it will uh, stack with other sources. Oh, oh, actually, I have to roll a fortitude save against your... That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. I thought there was a roll. Yeah, there's a fortitude save against your spell DC. 26. That is a success, so I am not slowed. Okay, 43 damage. 43? Oh, my God. Woo. And it's it's frost, too, so if it's, it's weak to oh, frost, it's cold. this will do more. Oh, it's cold. He just gets snuffed out. Like the fire in, in Squidward's house when SpongeBob throws a snowball in his house. How much was it? <laughs> 43. 43. Ooh. Plus Rough. probably 10, maybe 20. I don't know. Maybe 50. Holy. Maybe 90. Yeah, I mean, a big, a big snowball just like hurls and you just see like, almost like part of the fire like go out. Like part of it's like being begins to kind of like dissipate. A bit. So that's my big, turn. big damage from Aaron from downtown. From downtown. Um, but it is downtown Aaron. It is its turn next. Oh no. Step right up, bitch. It is going to double move up to Kaleri into melee range. Ooh. <gasps> uh, Ooh. Well, now that I'm in sexy frizzigate form, it needs to <sighs> make a will save against my uh, sexy jutsu. Or be fascinated. <laughs> right. And it is going. The hawk is going to lash out with its jaws. Oh. Oof. Almost dropped my die. Four. A 28. That's <laughs> actually one less than my AC, right? It's no right way. Oh, wait, what do you Because it gets, it gets minus one. So my, my base AC is 28. I got minus one from the um, large, and then I got okay. a plus two from raising shield. So it's a 29. Oh, <laughs> that's amazing. Amazing. <laughs> Damn. Should have used the breath weapon, Drago. All right. That is that is to Hawk's turn. Next that's is Urkel. Sick. Oh, how sad. All right. I'm going to... <laughs> Uh, Urkel is going to use, um, yeah, no problem. I'm going to use uh, the freedom of movement. What, what is that called? Um, shoot, 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 shoot. Oh, mobility. Uh, mobility, yes. Mobility to make sure that I don't proc any attack of opportunities, flank him, and say, um, foul beast. Today, your visage will be snuffed out. And I'm going to demoralize it with a plus one from Aaron's deliciousness. And another plus one for my intimidating prowess. 
And they say it in Draconic, but even if you can't understand my language, it's still a... <laughs> this man really tried thing. to demoralize a my god. <laughs> 18 plus. <laughs> uh, 34. That is a hit. It's just demoralize. Um, and then I'm oh, going to, did you, to strike him. Did you double move? No, it's just 25. Well, if, if you're using a mobility, you have to move at half speed. Oh, that's right. Then, yeah, double move. Double move. So I, but I'll just demoralize him. Double move AC. Okay. Because I'm afraid to hit him. And that was a... I don't want to burn an action. Oh, so demoralize... So it's a 34 against his will save? Or will DC? Will DC. Okay, yeah. So he is demoralized. Perfect. All right. So his AC's lower wow. by two, you said? Uh, actually, it'd be a 36. I don't know if that's a crit, but it oh, should be... No. Uh, no way that's a crit. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But let it be known so, that Urkel demoralized the visage of a god. Let's just, let's just think about that for a second. <laughs> yeah, not just a dragon, but a god. Yeah. yeah, I feel like he should be... Fri frightened one. You're just frightened. <laughs> uh, okay, Frizzigig, your turn. Frizzigig. Pulls out from his bag, because he has learned from his past experiences and decided to prepare more frost files this day. And he pulls one out. Icy, frosty. It steams a little bit in the hot environment. He cocks back his arm and tosses the mighty moderate frost vial. It's a 35 to hit. 35 is a hit. He's flat footed, right? Flat -footed? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Go. Is he. Is that a. No. No. Is that 10 more? <laughs> is it a crit? Oh, man. All right. Well, that's going to be six total uh, cold damage. And then uh, it's a minus 10 foot penalty. No, it's a, I do a fortitude save against your alchemist DC. For no. the slow. Remember that, Silas, that whole bit we just Oh, did. we changed it. Oh, sorry. I thought <laughs> you were like, talking no. about the, yeah. the nope. <laughs> You're wrong. Sorry. Not ringing well, there's, any bells. There's, I, I, was, I was reading the effect in in the frost file mm. entry. Sorry. What's your, nope. what's your alchemist DC? Um, are we still just trained in, in our class DT? Yeah. So it's a 24. Okay. He passes, so he's not slow. Um, all right, so six total, you said? Yes. Okay. Well, unfortunately, that's it. You see, he's obviously taking more than that because he is weak. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Um, I'm going to throw a, uh, I'm gonna throw another one. Ooh, okay, that's still a lot. Uh, 29 to hit. That is a miss. Or no, 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 he's no, flat no, no, footed. No, 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 that is a hit. He's flat, flat, he's flat footed. Ah! And what does demoralize do again? I. So it's a minus it's what? a status penalty for DCs and checks. Oh, okay, so not AC. Yeah, not AC. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um. All right, so there are two D6. Plus, because that one's eight total. Okay. All right. Make another save. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that was a pass. All right, uh, and then Frizzigig is going to use his last action to uh, take a five-foot step into that Devoku-shaped hole behind Clary's Holy shield. <laughs> rip. That is so funny. Huge rip. <laughs> 
Rip. Okay. Um, in that case, it is now Aaron's turn. Or no, it's Kaleri's turn. Um, Kaleri is Give going to, to stand firm and not change the plan because he hasn't used his breath weapon yet. So um, she is going to just swing at him with a long sword. It's just a basic ass long sword. She's not going to rage because the fire damage isn't going to do anything, and she doesn't want to lower AC. So, beast mode dragon. I've learned to control my anger for the purpose of protecting my friends. Clary <laughs> <laughs> says, but in a deep, large voice. Uh, that's going to be a 28 to hit. That is it. All right. All right. Not as much of the big big body damage as normal, but it'll be something. And it'll probably some of it will be resisted because there's nothing else. But Yeah, only 17 points of damage. Okay. Is he taking damage? 17. And um, then I am going to go ahead and... Attack again, I guess. All right. Because I only need one action to raise shield, so. For the possible crit, but no. A 14, alas, a natural two. All right, that is a mess. All right, then Aaron. I'm going to oh, raise shield for my shield? last action. All right. Yeah. Aaron. I want to scope him out. Okay. What am I rolling? Uh, I'll take religion or arcana. Great at both of those. I guess I'll just combine them. I'm just kidding. I won't do that. Uh, 32. You may ask one question. I want to know its special abilities. Um, it has attack of opportunity. It has uh, Draconic Frenzy. Which means it can take two claws attacks and then a wing strike, so three attacks for two actions, and then it has a breath weapon for two actions. And then it also has a wing attack, a tail attack, a claw attack, and a jaw attack. Okay. Good to know. Oh, oh, oh. And if it ever if it ever scores a critical hit with a strike, it gains back its breath weapon. That's cool. It immediately kills you. Your Big ol' yike. <laughs> okay, I, um, for the full size of its square, pretty much every, the the 4x4 four four it's on, I am going to cast Ice Storm. Yes, there it is! <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Here comes, baby! Sheer cold, sheer cold. Uh, a burst of magical hail deals 2d8 bludgeoning damage and 2d8 cold damage to each creature in the area below the cloud. Basic reflex save. Uh, snow and sleet continue to rain down in the area for the remainder of the spell's duration, which is one minute, making the area difficult terrain, causing creatures in the storm to be concealed and making creatures outside the storm concealed from those inside the storm. Any creature that ends its turn in the storm takes four cold damage. Are we, are we outdoors? Uh, no. Okay, that's what I thought. So, I need a safe. For, against what? Reflex? Yes. Basic reflex. 28. 
that is good. 13 bludgeoning and uh, 11 cold. All right, and it's only in its square, no one else is affected? Nope. There's four squares. All right. It's all four. Holy. All right. Um, and I imagine we see his head poking out, so <laughs> we know where he is. All right, so it is it's, it is the hawk's turn, and it is going to conjure up the biggest, baddest blast of fire to throw at all three of you. Okay, question. Does this count as a... Oh, I only get one reflex, so I'm not going to waste that on attack of opportunity. I'm going to fucking raise shield. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do that. Or quick block, or quick, quick shield, whatever it's called. Okay. So you quick shield, and you block all of the incoming damage with your Woo! dragon slayer shield. <gasps> and with our house, so and with cool. our house rule, we are allowing you to also shield people behind you up to up to five feet. So Frizzigig and Aaron, you are just like hiding behind. A, a huge Kaleri and a huge shield. It's like a Brom, mm -hmm. Brom shield from League of Legends just coming down. Yep. And you just feel like, like literally just like divine flames. Like if you stick your hand out, your hand would just be gone. Uh, no, the, uh, the the hairs on Frizzigig's right arm are definitely getting singed. Yeah. And <laughs> seeing it's that good. it's not working, it stops. And then with its last action, it is going to try and bite Kaleri. Bring it on. Okay, that is a 30. That will hit, that's one higher than my AC. All right. Okay, here we go, first damage of the combat. <laughs> 24 piercing. And then um, six fire, but the fire doesn't hurt you. Nice, and I think I take three less of the piercing because of the splint mail too. Right. All right, and that is its turn. All right. Urkel is going to uh, strike from behind with the sword cane. Four. Ooh, delish. Uh, Thirty-four. That is a hit. 22 points of piercing damage. Okay. And then he's going to put the potion away for one action. And then he is going to reach out and grab the visage of Dahak. And he's going to whisper, you stay right here in the middle of the storm. So you're going to grapple? Ooh. And I'm going to see if it burns my hand. I'm going to see if it burns me. Probably will, but I got 10, 10 DR. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like, I mean, I don't think so technically, but I feel like it should. Like if you're grabbing a creature I inside agree. an AOE, you should get affected by it. Well, what if it's only his hand? One damage? <laughs> Quarter damage. No. Wait, and doesn't it say if, when if you you're calling it, then I'll just hit him again. I'll just keep hitting him pot in hand. <laughs> Does it read like when you enter it, you take the effect, or is it if you end your turn there, you take the effect? It is any creature that ends its turn in the storm takes four cold damage. Okay, then no. Well, I mean, he has to grapple and keep holding. Yeah, that's fine. That would be the end of his turn. Mm -hmm. I'm happy to let chance rule it, but if it's okay, then I'll grab it. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. 
I probably won't get him. Uh, 28. Against his fortitude DC? No. Yeah. Ooh, ah, he's slippery. That's my. <laughs> All right. Frizzigig. More frost files. Uh, I think this time I'm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do a frost file. And then I'm gonna Don't do... deviate from the plan. We have the consistent cold damage, my friend. We do. Oh well. The icy That's artillery. just a 24. 24? Mm -hmm. That is a miss. Uh, it will take two splash damage. But do you know what's crazy? That is cold. That's crazy. Because it's weak to cold. Like, like one point of cold damage triggers its weakness damage. It just does damage. a ton. Yeah. Yes. It just does a ton of damage. Oh, yeah. They, I'll take in that. In this game, it's like you take, uh, take X amount of damage you take the value of your weakness. Of it. Yeah. Right, it's not like amped. It's not like 1.5. Right, yeah. I think I might want to do an acid flask. If only there was a cold persistent damage. That would be kind of busted in this fight. But, oh, wait a minute. It's kind of what the, like. But, yeah, hail it's storm. a failed fortitude safe. I have one infused reagents left, and I can use it to make a, uh, a, a sticky bomb. But when you throw a sticky bomb, uh, when you use your quick uh, alchemy to make a bomb, uh, you can oh, add yeah. the sticky proper property to it, uh, which causes it to stick to something, and it uh, does, uh, you do its splash damage as persistent damage. Yeah, it's pretty nutty. And uh, and so I'm gonna do that. I'm also gonna use my hero point to add eight to that roll. Okay. Oh baby. Holy cow. Pop it a hero point. Ronnie, you got that drop? Uh, let me go find it. Oh my god. I. That's a big arm. God. Up. Just seeing Silas's face right now. My hands are in the air. I have not it's touched big, the dice. I will pick cheesing. up my camera, my little webcam, and I'll point it right down at that Kraken logo on my Kraken dice, and that is a natural 20. Holy. Wow. He cracked it, though, so he deserves it. All right. Magic. <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine getting the one where it, sh sh it shifts you to another plane and you free to hawk? Oh, oh, can no. you imagine? Oh, wait. No. Wait, wait hold minute. on. Is that how that works? Just plane shift. Middle of, of Gimgash. Mind Cloud. The target is stupefied too until healed. Mm. Oh. oh. Is until that, is healed? That, uh, it just double stays? dam or, or single dam? Double dam. Double dam. Stupefied says. You take a status penalty equal to this value on intelligence, wisdom, and charisma-based checks and DCs. This includes will saving throws, spell attack rolls, spell DCs, and skill wow. checks using these ability scores. Anytime you cast a spell while stupefied, it doesn't matter because it doesn't cast spells, does it? No. You could definitely demoralize him again. But it'd be, I'm, it's you want that on a spellcaster because sure. it would lower the spell attack rolls and the spell DCs. Good point. All right. 
So, um, that is. Fifteen uh, cold damage okay. now, and then and then it would take yeah the four cold splash damage as persistent damage on his turn. All Ooh. right, big. Woo-wee. That's nutty. Okay, that's so good. Pretty tasty. That's very good. All right, man. I'm having I'm having a good couple laps here. Clary, uh, your turn. <laughs> Kaleri, in accordance with the plan, as the breath weapon has been blocked, <laughs> drops the sword and shield, dons her great sword, mm-hmm. and she's gonna swing. Hold I on. guess I could rage so, too. Yeah, I'm a rage. Well, I think it's I think it's an you can free action drop the drop the uh, sword, but I think it's an action to unbuckle the shield, right? Uh, oh yeah, that's a good point. So like, can I not use it? So like, if I use a great sword with a shield buckled to my arm, can I use a great sword with a no, shield buckled it, it, to my arm? And just... a shield, a shield requires a hand. I guess you could drop the shield. Yeah, I guess that's what it is. You just drop the shield. Okay, cool. Yeah, I, can I drop? Can I drop both of them as a yeah, reaction? Yeah, yeah, or would that yeah. take an action? Okay. Do so then an action then, yeah, to draw your that. blade. Yeah, an action to draw my blade, an action to rage, brandish and an my action brain. to strike. I brandish my brain. <laughs> I never said that. Brain <laughs> go listen. Go listen to the episode. I never said that. <laughs> um, all right. Chop, chop. Chop, chop. That is going to be a 29 to hit chance. That is a hit. All right. Big damage because I get an extra two damage from being enlarged, right, Jackson? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I'm, too I'm going damage. to state that I'm not dealing fire damage, so I'm going to get a little bit of a damage nerf. But um, you get cold damage though. But I do on get an sword. extra d6 of cold damage. Yeah. On my great sword. So. He is going to take 29 points of slashing damage and six points of cold damage. How do you finish off the visage? Holy no cow. way. It has never been easier, ladies and gentlemen. You guys, you okay. guys are in for a huge nerf. I just want you to know. That. <laughs> Chance, this is what happens when you let us prepare. This is exactly what happens when you let us prepare. So, uh, yeah, Clary walks into this, into this. She steps forward. She raises the shield. She blocks the breath weapon all the while just bottling in all of this anger and rage towards the hawk as soon as he lowers his tr- as soon as he uses his trump card his breath weapon she drops the shield drops the uh, the the sword pulls out her great sword drags the ground and just slices straight through him from kneecap dragons have kneecaps right <laughs> to to wing tip and she says i said it once and i'll say it again i'm not a false prophet I'm a god slayer. As you like so swing through, like <laughs> like like you swing through, and like your your like cold blade 
passes through like the fire part of its body and it's like scale like physical part of its body and as you cut through it like slices it in half a huge like wave of like heat it's like escaping like through a vacuum seal it's like like it almost like sucks you guys in and it like you blink and then you look around you and like all of the volcanic walls and floor like begin to like steam and they go back to their normal like stony like blackened stone and you feel the temperature of it like of the room like go back to like a normal like hot cavern and you're all just covered in sweat you're like the metal of your armor is just like still like red hot from being inside it but the visage of Dahak is no longer tormenting this passageway. I don't care what you say, Chance. I will not let you shame us for outplaying this drag out. Oh no! Like a bitch. No, mm-hmm. you guys did it really, really well. I mean, if if you wouldn't have been prepared, I would have heckled you for not being prepared. So, True. like, we don't if win. You, if you if you if you if you overpower me, I'm just gonna call you power gamers and. So <laughs> true. Salty DMs. Yeah. I'll Don't get you next time, gamers. But I will say its breath weapon is a 40 foot cone, DC 30 reflex save, and deals 11d6 damage. Oh my word. And Woo! I it, it gets it back every 1d4 turns, and I rolled a one. So in one more turn, I was gonna hit you with it. Oh. He was coming and, back. Yeah, totally Ooh. could have one shot me. And I have I have a ten foot reach, so I was actually able to attack Frizzigig and Aaron from like over Kalari. Or no, I wasn't. Because you're no. large. Yeah. Mm. Um but yeah, and I could have done Yikes. four attacks in one turn and with the attack of opportunity. But literally everything worked out. Like Urkel used his we new were mobility. Just skating. Aaron used frost stuff. Frisky used frost vials. The shield. He we were hitting me, twenty. So he couldn't like reach twenty eight. Its AC was thirty. We were hitting like twenty eight. But with, yeah, we were hitting twenty eight. Twenty nine with the flat footed. <laughs> and I. It's so insane. I never. I'll just <laughs> let you know. I never rolled a double digi on my die that entire fight. That. Sucks. That's rough. Sucks. Never rolled a double digit. Man, imagine not critting every fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Aaron calls out Devoku's name. Where the heck? Devoku! You don't see Where the hawk? Where the hawk is Devoku? What do you guys do? You are now. I'm assuming like time passes and Kildare, you're like, zoom, 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 zoom. You're like, go back to normal size. Aaron, you're no longer hasted. But. I'm still hasted. Whatever. I'm just saying, like, your your temporary buffs begin to dissipate, <laughs> and you guys are now in this kind of, like, normal-looking... I mean, still, like, destroyed, and, like, parts of the floor missing, and, like, whatever, but you're no longer in, like, um, a volcano. Hell. Yeah. Like, like it's a normal kind of demi-plane of just, like, a stone walkway. Yeah. Do we see Devoku anywhere? We don't, no. Is any there any treasure? Or anything? <laughs> no. <laughs> Never know. Do I guess any, like weird. Be? You said pieces of the floor are missing. Are they like open to nothingness? What is? Yeah, what is that yeah. Like? like 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 a stone, like a stone slab is missing, and you just see it like goes off into planar edge. Yeah, it, it, it's like in uh, it's like in Thor, like when he's in the uh, like getting beamed to different planets, and you like 
fall out of the beam. You just like tumble into like other planes. And that's what this is like. You know what I'm saying? It's a dimensional pocket. Yeah. Well, I guess there's nothing to do but just go through and then we can try and find Devoku with some magic. How's the portal on the side looking? Is there a way to do an arcana check or something to get uh, to know if like it's going to do it again? Does it look stable now or is it like still glitching all over? Oh, no, yeah. It, the, the whole room no longer feels like wobbly and unstable. It, like, okay. obviously, some like tethers feel missing, you know, but it is for the most part stable now. Okay. Cool. But yeah, the, I think we just go through. The other side is just yeah. glimmering golden mist. Yeah. Um, Time to go back home. As you pass through mm-hmm. the golden mist, you guys all walk out and you are now back in the circular room where you see four other Ayudara. And in the center, there is a centerpiece with six deities all poised in their stone appearance. And. Cinderclaw bones everywhere? Yeah. And. But you do see crumpled on the ground in front of you, about like five or ten feet crumpled on the ground, you see an unconscious Devoku. Oh, thank heavens. Wow. Um, I okay. think before we should go, we should wait for this gate to close. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Okay. Like you said, mm-hmm. it was going to close after X amount of rounds, Yeah, it's right? like ten, 10 minutes, minutes yeah. or whatever. We should wait. Sure. Okay. Yeah, you wait. Do you want to wake up Tavoku while we're waiting? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Let's take care of it. I give it some I'll medical attention. I keep an eye on the gate. All right. Um, yeah, you wake up Tavoku uh, with some kind of heal or heal check or whatever, and, and he kind of wakes up, kind of coughs up a little blood. You see, you know, he's very wounded, like very badly bruised, but he, he looks at me. He says, Did. He looks around the room. He says, Did. Did we win? You did it, Devoku. <laughs> <laughs> did you slay the visage? We won. The visage of Devok is no more. We made it. I see. Kind of looks around the room. So this is Alceta's ring. AKA our basement. Yeah. It's kind of messy. It's a little dirty. We don't really spend much time here. See. Pretty kicks a decaying bone. Yeah. <laughs> from the <laughs> enemy's 4,000 year old rock. No. Yeah. I see. This is this is all so much to think thousands of miles away from where we just were. <sighs> There's so much we can glean from here. Yeah, I guess it's cool. I mean, the statues are neat, but we should really probably hire somebody to come clean this up. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to do it. I don't... We need to hire somebody. <laughs> he he begins to kind of like walk over to Hunter Gate as it's kind of like powering down. And like the mist dissipates and then all you see is like the backstone wall behind the arch. And he kind of just like touches it and kind of like uses some magic to like detect magic to kind of like look at the um look at the threads 
He says, Aaron, come. I'm coming. And I'm here. <laughs> and Aaron, you look, you look in like, again, like a lot of the tethers are like blue, like the threads are connecting. Mm -hmm. Um, the the I see my handiwork. Yeah, the the a lot of the the ones that have like snapped are kind of like just like a hollow gray or or black, um, but you know they can be like retied and like re like fixed to turn back blue like a light cobalt, but you still see like red like tumors and like glitches within like the the threads. Hmm. He says permanent damage. Yes. It appears the corruption is deeper than just this one passageway. We will need to inspect. Oh, <laughs> snap. We will need to inspect all of these. But for now, for now, we can celebrate this victory. We've definitely weakened the god. And we have secured a passageway to the Moengi and to our allies there. And he just kind of, he's, he's going to kind of like, like lean, like walk over to kind of the like, um, the fountain area where the six like statues are. And he's just going to like, kind of like rest. But what are the, what are the rest of you guys doing? You guys are finally home. Like you feel like you are in your castle again. How does it feel as players and how does it feel as characters? One one thing, could I uh, sense motive while he's talking yeah. to Aaron? Just make sure that he's Gucci. Yeah. Don't want to be weird about it. Don't want to be weird about it. 24. Yeah, I mean, you casual 24. <laughs> yeah, you feel that yeah, you feel like he's relieved, but also concerned. Like, and also he's just like, he's never been here. So he's just genuinely like, I need to like check this place out. But like right now, like that's going to take hours and days or weeks. And he's just like, right now I need to like rest and we should just celebrate this. But he was hoping yeah. that that would have like purified. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah. but he's cool. saying like the corruption goes deeper than this. Like it, there's still like something lurking, you know. But yeah. you guys did weaken Dahak, and that it's that, that you you vanquished that that thing, you know. I feel but good. As, yeah, I feel great. I feel. I feel really good. I feel like uh, I do this thing when I go on road trips that I just want to get there. Like, and I always have these stressful, like, same with like airplane flights. Like when I'm headed somewhere and I'm like still in the air or like in the airport, like I feel like my shoulders are really tight because I just want to get safely to where I'm going. Yeah. And I feel like I've been doing that for the past like four episodes. And now that we're here, I'm kind of like, ah, we made it through, <laughs> you mm -hmm. know? I'm still a little anxious because we're just in this one room, but it still feels very cool to be back on the other side. As a uh, character, Clara is like, she feels like this is the first time she has kind of the rebels struck back, right? Like this is the first vic like massive victory with the cult being demolished. And then this visage of Dahak being, eviscerated like she finally feels like she's gained some ground to some extent um and like obviously like she's not at peace she knows there's far more to do but she kind of looks around at 
the people that have gone through it with her up to this point, and she's just like kind of put at ease a little bit, realizing that she couldn't have done it without them. And it's it's just nice to be home to, to take a minute to breathe. Yeah, Aaron feels relieved. It's like the feeling of after you know a hard day's work and you're you know taking a shower and then that feeling of just like first getting in bed and it's just like you're now at a place where you can rest but there's also a little bit of an uneasy eerie feeling like obviously the work is not done and um i mean we just heard a little bit of a lead to the to the rest of the problem you know but it still feels like there you know there's there's a looming issue and it's not fully realized and it's almost like scary to find out what exactly that problem is and so that's that's in the back of of Aaron's head mm-hmm. and Jackson feels the same <laughs> way <laughs> I knew they were the same person they're not never okay? seen the same okay okay don't you say that again <laughs> uh gig is is a little he's a little down he knows he like shouldn't be, and he knows he hasn't done anything wrong. But uh, the the weight of a lot of the things that happened uh, are really sitting heavy on him. And he's kind of uh, and he feels yeah. probably a little lost. He doesn't really know what to do. So he's kind of the the yeah he's back and he doesn't have any of the answers he was hoping for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Urkel, Urkel is very, uh, he's got a lot, like a couple people he wants to see. He's very excited to hopefully yeah. see them soon. Um, he's also very afraid to be back. That's true. Yeah. Uh, back, back in a place that just, just like a couple days after realizing that he may be wanted or being tracked, uh, it's good to be back, but it's also like he's going to be looking over his shoulder for mm-hmm. a bit. None of us know that. No, right? no one, no one no. has any clue. Right, that's Nobody what I thought. Knows. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right. So, Urkel, I heard you're one. <laughs> I found this poster <laughs> sitting on the floor here. Urkel, is this you? Dude, Urkel. What's up with Someone, this? You have a fan. Look at the reward. You have a fan. Someone's, like, dying to meet with you. Somebody's willing to pay a lot of money to see you. Um, see you in concert. Yeah, so so what do you... What, um, I'm sure you guys, like, hang out here for a bit, but are you guys going to head up? Head up into your castle. Yes. 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 We let Devoku know that we have freaking a million rooms yeah. and he can make himself at home. But be careful, there's a bear. But the <laughs> bear is nice. And a couple wargs. wargs. Yeah. yeah, who yeah. are fully grown now because we've yeah. been gone for another month. Devoku, Devoku says, as you know, I'm... Allergic to bears. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> as you know, I don't do well with certain strangers, specifically humans if it's all right with you i'd like to rest here and examine this further perhaps later i will venture venture farther but for the time being i need some solace and meditation i'm going to sense a motive again because if we just leave him with these portals and he just Yoink, he unlocks yeets, the door for some baddies <laughs> I'm super paranoid. I feel you on that one. Natural 20, baby. 30, 
Yeah. 36. Um, you get the feeling that this is an old man who's had hundreds of years of resentment towards outsiders and people trying to take advantage of him. And he, he doesn't feel cool. about like running out into this, into a town that people he doesn't know. So yeah. Yeah. Cool. 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 Gucci. Just want to make sure that we can That's feel safe. About totally fine. Here. As you know, we are right above. We'll bring you a bed and we'll bring you some food. But if you ever want a, a real place to sleep, we've got a, we've got a room. And isn't, is there a room right here? Is yeah, there's a, this, this like a room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, yeah, it's, it's your vault. Also, also yeah. I explained that, you know, there's no rush, but we are in a castle that is outside of the city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're on a hill. Yeah. So if he wants to come up, he should consider it just one step. Yeah. Yeah, you know, not like he's a good walking midway. into the middle of a town full of humans. Right. So. Our attendants are also goblins, <laughs> and there's no humans in the building at mm-hmm. like ever. Yeah, I think I think he's more <laughs> comfortable with like eventually branching out, but right now he wants to just like he's right. one wants to be by himself or like with you guys, and two he wants to like examine every inch of this place. So before sure. I leave, I yeah. hand him a crystal, <laughs> and I say, "I know this will comfort you." <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All right, are we heading up? Because I've got a song to play. If we're head up. up. Head up the stairs of the big door. Oh snap! Oh my gosh! Oh man! Oh snap! Crank that up. As you guys open the big door and head up the stairs, you enter the basement of the breach, the castle. And coming down the stairs, talking to one of uh, a random bumble brasher, one of the newbies, you see a kindly old goblin in white and blue Desna robes. Hell yeah. And she there sees she you all coming up. And she says, Frizzigig, the Calary Urkel Aaron, what are you doing here? <laughs> and she like runs We're up back, and starts baby. like hugging all of you. No, oh. it's it's been so it, long it since we've since we've seen you. We thought the worst, and Frizzigig, I'm I'm so glad you've made it back. I knew you would. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's good to be back. Well, well, uh, um. I, I, I can round up the bumble brushes. Uh, uh, we've been keeping a cake for a while now. I, I uh, it's probably oh. bad, um, but it, <laughs> it's real stale. But uh, the ce- celebration is is definitely in order. Um, yes. Uh, let's see here. And she like pulls out her like notes and or like a big stack of mail, <laughs> and and it's just like <laughs> we've, we've got some bills to pay. Um, uh, no, she, but she she uh, she does say um, there there are some people that um, want to speak with all of you, um, and, and and they've made a note to to tell me whenever you return. Um, and uh, she's going to give uh, or Urkel, Aaron, and Kaleri uh, some a uh, piece of paper. One for Kaleri, you see, it is it is Roxy from. The pickled ear. And where you been? And she says, <laughs> You're and fired. it's just like, yeah. 
and it just says <laughs> in like very quick writing, it just says Clary, a man named Alec wishes to see you here. Oh my gosh. Yes. Ooh, is, it getting a little, is it getting a little warm? Oh I'm so warm? happy. Goodness. Is it getting a little warm in here? <laughs> oh my gosh. And Aaron, yours says in like very nice script, it, it just, it says whenever um, Aaron Threal returns, please have him come meet me for another training session. And it's his brother Rowan in cursive. Nice. Ooh. More magically. And uh, Urkel, yours is written in a familiar, uh, horribly bad handwriting that can only be your father's. And it just says, <laughs> My daddy, son, come by the house when you get back. And then, Love you, daddy. And uh, uh, Warble says, And, and Frizzigig, um, I, Jeremiah wishes to speak with you um, in your chambers. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, you see Frizzigig is, is uh, maybe the camera pans down a little bit. Frizzigig is, is holding very tightly in his hand that little symbol of Desna that Jeremiah made for him. And is that episode one? <laughs> uh, three. Long time ago. Three, three or four, man. Yeah. Yeah. Cold. It was a cold um, open, I think. Yeah. Because, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go. I'll go see him. All right. Now, now we can have a, a large celebration tomorrow. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll throw something together tonight and, and we'll have a big bumble brasher bash tomorrow here, here at the breach. Um, and Urkel, I, I have been managing uh, being, I, I have been managing the accounts and everything, uh, just as you said. Because I, I believe you put, I'm trust you've done. I believe just you fine. put her in charge of the castle. We did, yeah. I'm sure she's done um, great. But yeah, at this time, you guys can all, if you want to separate and go, speak to some people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. This is crazy. Right. This is We're going to start with Frizzigig uh, as you are going to head down to your uh, room where apparently Jeremiah wishes to speak with you. And as you go to your bedroom, you guys all have, I think, four different bedrooms, and you go and, and open the door. Immediately, you are tackled by a giant black carpet, it would seem. And <laughs> you're actually taken mm -hmm. aback because you're a little scared because it's like bearing. You see a fully grown, just as big as, Whoa. just as big as the ward you fought so many months ago, mm -hmm. fully grown. You see Lucy. And mm -hmm. the growling turns to licking and sniffing as she says, as she says, Frizzy, you're back. Frizzy, look, Patricia, Frizz, Frizzy's back. And the, the uh, hey, oh, oh, it's you too. Oh, you're so big. Hey, Frizzy, uh, we missed you. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, I miss you too. Where? And Frizzigig is just, uh, I mean, he's trying to hug them, but they're, they just, uh, they're, they're like I too mean, they're big, huge. you know, and they just yeah. squash him. Yeah. And so, um, and Frizzigig is very, is very tough. Why? You were gone for so long. It was a long time. You look, it was too you long. You look different. Oh, uh, yeah, I got some. I got some new doodads. I got this new coat. So check this out. And he holds the sleeve out and Guppy kind of crawls out from it. Um, so yeah, I can throw stuff in there. Um, and then Guppy sees how big they are and, and jumps a little bit and scrays back inside the sleeve. Um, he's scared. Mm-hmm. Uh, at this point, he's like, at this mm-hmm. point, you're going to notice that um, Patricia on one of her eyes one of her eyes looks different and you see it's kind of glassy and white and there's some kind of like scarring hey what my patricia what's going what's going on what what's going on here <laughs> ah! oh um yeah it's it's a long story um here come over here and you look over you're kind of taking it back and and you see uh, someone sleeping in your bed. And you see Jeremiah is kind of like, like kind of like wiping his eyes and kind of like sitting up in bed. Hey, Jerry. Oh, it's my bed. Hey, yeah, sorry for his. Uh, I, I, I guess I've been keeping it a little warm for you. Um, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I've been kind of crashing here. Um, ever you know take care of the, the pups but uh here mm-hmm. here one second and you see he is kind of kind of like lean and toss off the covers and um it's gonna reach out for um a wooden crutch and as he kind of like gets out of bed you see um he's he's missing a leg whoa whoa jerry whoa what's going on uh yeah here i, I think you're gonna want to sit down for this yeah uh Frizzigate goes over and sits next to him on the bed and he um and he gives him a you know, cool hug and he's like what what happened yeah he, he hugs you back really tight and he says yeah yeah man. yeah uh yeah all, all this um yeah it, it's been kind of hard but uh the pups have been helping me out and well I guess it was a few weeks ago um you guys were gone and uh smashing the boys they've been gone ever since you guys have and um well Lucy and Patricia's mom came back apparently uh wasn't too happy about you know her pups staying with staying with you guys and uh, she got some more wolves to join her pack and well they came and they they, they attacked the castle a few bumble brashers got some pretty nasty uh, got it worse than me I guess um, and, and, and she took the pups and Lucy and Patricia are just kind of like 
kind of like laying laying on Jeremiah, laying on you, but just kind of like listening. Um, and yeah, man, so, so someone had to do something, you know, and and Breach Hill just didn't have any heroes. So we just had to find some. Me, Tim Tam, uh, oh, Jeremiah. me and, and Tim Tam and Jeremy, that kid, you, you helps. And, and I even found Landry, your friend from dad's shop. We all got together and, and went out looking for him. Found the cave they were all holed up in. Needless to say, we brought him back. But, uh... But yeah, she got me pretty good before Landry put a hammer to her head. Did... she get anyone else? No. No. I I got... I got... I got the worst to... Besides some of these bumble brashers here, but you know, no, no, no one, no one died. We made sure of that. You should have never had to have done that. Well, well, when all the heroes are gone, someone's got to do it. You know. I'm so sorry. So it's okay, man. I, I mean, I. I'm so sorry, Jeremiah. Frizz, you know, I've always been been handy with good with my hands at least you know I can manage but he's he's gonna like reach out and hug you I'm so sorry and the weight of everything and she kind of comes crashing back down on frizzy gig and he he sobs in the middle of the three of them All right, got to pan away from this scene. Damn you, Chance! Damn we're gonna, you! We're gonna, we're gonna stop there. No, I don't want to. No know. more scenes, please. Uh, no more. I kind of—that was the first time I got a little teary head. Well, man, yes, um, yes. Like I'm. Whew. Yeah. Whew. All right, we are—we are gonna pan down to Breach Hill as we see Calera kind of like waving as passerbys. It's very late at night. Calera, you, you're going to enter the pickled ear. And everybody who comes in, all, all of those drunk old men at this dive bar, like, are like, bleh. It's hilarious. Yeah, I remember when you kicked me out of here, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> and um, uh, and they're all just like, they're all like, next next round's on me. Get get Calera a drink, you know, whatever. And you come over and you see um, Dulo du- Doorbreaker uh, sees you's like, hey Calera, <laughs> good to see you back. <laughs> Finally back from your quest. Uh, hey, uh, yeah. Roxy said some guy was here looking for you. Yeah, Alec, his big Hell Knight guy. Have, have you seen him? Is he here right now? Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember him. He, he came in. He was pretty nice. Uh, let's see here. He kind of, like, goes behind the bar. 
He's looking around and he's like, oh, yeah, that's right. Here you go. And he's going to pull out a, a letter that's like very pristine and is like uh, pressed with like a, um, an official like Cheliac's Hell Knight seal. And he's like, oh, here one second. And as you're kind of like opening or fumbling with the letter, he is going to sit down a big pint of chillax- and a Chillaxian Imperial Stout. Fuck. <laughs> and he's like, said, what yeah, a he, guy. He said, to, he said to he, yeah, that you like these two. Oh, so. fuck him. Clearly <laughs> <laughs> says under her breath. And, uh, and yeah. It's amazing. She's, he said, yeah, he, uh, he came in, came in last week. Left that letter, said said he might be back, but uh, but yeah, good good to have you back, Calary. Uh, Calary says, "Hey, uh, thanks for holding on to this for me." Um, and she grabs the stout, kind of places it next to her, and she tosses uh, silver to him, and she says, "Hey, if uh, if he comes back through, tell him there's a uh, ten Isagiri pale ales waiting for him." <laughs> oh, all right sounds sounds good sounds good to me all right sweet um yeah so i'm gonna open the letter and peer inside all right all right you open it and it says clary gods it's been a long damn time but sadly it appears i've missed you roxy told me you were off on some quest with the others. Said it had been over a, a month since you all left town. I'd say I'd wish you a safe return, but honestly, I don't think there's anything out there that could bring you down. I came back to Breach Hill to tell you the good news. I'm finally a Hell Knight. After clearing the Citadel, Paralictor Reese requested that I go through the initiation process, and as you found out in Citadel Alteran, process isn't pretty. The opponent they summoned for me was a particularly nasty devil. But all the same, I made it through, which sadly the rest of my fellow initiates cannot say the same. But I came back to celebrate with you, and seeing as you're gone, I'd like to do this again once you get back. You can write to me in Eladir, and I've been stationed here at the capital to study Isagiri law and protect the peace. I'd rather be out in the field, but as I've learned recently, the same villains out in the wild also lurk in the city. They're just better about hiding in plain sight. Regardless, please send me a letter once you return, and I'll make a trip down. Until then, enjoy a Chalaxian Imperial stout on me. Hell Knight, Alec Montague. Holy cow. Damn it, damn it, Alec. He went through with it. Clary is gonna, like, shake her head slightly. She's gonna pick up the, the pint. She's gonna take a sip. Just kind of sit for a little bit. <laughs> Ugh, nasty stuff. I don't understand how anybody drinks this. I'd rather drink gasoline, <laughs> and that hasn't even been invented yet. Jeez. <laughs> uh, question for you, Chance. Yeah. Since Alec is dealing with stuff in Eladir, if he comes back, 
Is he gonna recognize yeah. that Urkel is the one that's wanted? I don't know. Shush. Don't give him the idea. Know, what's Calarius? What, what's going on through Calarius' <laughs> brain right now? Um, I would say kind of a mixture of like. She's like glad that he's okay and that he's alive. Um, but she's pretty sad that like he went through the process of becoming a Hell Knight. Kind of feels like he gave in to his demons almost. And like some shred of her was hoping that he would not, you know. But regardless, I think she's just glad he's alive and eventually does want to see him again um, whether that's to convince mm -hmm. him to leave the Hell Knight Order or just to see a friend but yeah so I yeah. think out of respect for him that's why she's sipping this poo water mm -hmm. awesome well <laughs> as she sips that poo water we're gonna pan away <laughs> to the uh, the woods where we see Aaron making his way to the familiar hideout of the brothers of or the men of the cloth and you see the kind of aroma you smell the aroma and see the smoke coming from the cave as you approach and you see as you enter very cozy den Full of pillows, blankets, rugs, tapestries, all forms of cloth. And the in the center, there's a, a sensor billowing some smoke. And then you see some uh, there's a hookah with some with some refined pesh. And you see some some delinquents, some uh, some wayward teenagers <laughs> laughing, eating some cheese curds. Um, but in, 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 they're all wearing red robes. They all is like, Hey, brother Aaron, what's up, man? Hey, what's up, you delinquents? <laughs> and then he takes the hookah. <laughs> he takes it so everyone knows he's part of the crew. And he points at him. Hey, Jimmy, Jerry, Johnny. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who you are. You must be new. But hey, it's good to see you guys. Where's the, where's the big man? It's like, uh, like, oh, he's, he's over there. And you see the brother, brother Rowan is kind of like sitting on a, he's meditating and he says, Zah, Aaron. He has the, the same spiral kaleidoscope mask that he's always wearing. And he says, Aaron, sit. He says, I sit. How was your journey? It was very good. I learned a lot. I also fashioned this incredible staff whose name is Elra, and it's pretty damn epic. Yes, that is pretty damn epic. How I was... have a question for you. Oh. Okay. How much for the Craig layer card. 
Just I. Don't you well, have you one? don't gotta tell me now. Don't you have? One? Yeah, but it's not nearly as good as that hollow mythic rare one you have over in that case. Oh. I'm just. I just want you to know that I'm interested. What were you gonna say? <laughs> um. Yes. Uh, well, I was curious. How are you feeling after? After your, after facing a god. I feel. I feel stronger. I also feel a little bit colder because that god was really hot. And I feel pretty accomplished. I see. Are you not weirded out that he knows? <laughs> no. Okay. Um, He's a man of magic. Men of magic know things. Men of magic are metamagic, if you will. Have you learned to see through the illusions of this earth? You've come across many in your journey that I have seen. You know, I thought I did, but now you're talking about all these illusions. I'm kind of concerned that there may have been some that I didn't see. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> he just laughs and, and inhales. So, yeah, I think so. Mm -hmm. Good. Good. I can tell you've grown in your magic. The staff is physical representation of it. But there is something something I wish to teach you if you're ready. Yes. Give me the power. <laughs> says before in, in our many lessons I taught you how to hear. How to sense the auditory surroundings, the vibrations of this plane. Hear things from beyond your senses around you. But now I plan to let you see. Touch. Oh. Not yet. That's many lessons away from now. Okay, sorry. But now I wish to grant you the ability to see things outside of your own physical ability. To open your third eye. Are you ready? I am ready. He says, here, take this pesh. It will help you. I take the pesh. I take the pesh and I breathe it in. Yeah. You, uh, I, am, I am stoned. <laughs> you begin to loosen up a little bit. Room feels you get kind of cushy in your seat, and he is going to teach you a spell. He says, Close your eyes and think, think of someone that you wish to see. It can be anyone. Let's start with someone perhaps closer to you, and we can work our way to farther away okay and I think of Frizzigig you open 
If I see a bathroom, I immediately close it. <laughs> just, just a little shiny green tushy. Like everything is covered <laughs> up with soap. <laughs> and he's just whistling. Well, yeah. How how long does it take uh, Aaron to get over to? Probably a good like 15, 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. I guess by that point, Frizzy Geek's probably gone up. He needed he needed to be by himself for a minute. So he's probably sitting up top of the the castle, and he's probably just sat down. He's just dangling his feet off the. He's like way you know way up on the the top of the wall and dangling his feet off and just looking out. And he's holding that uh, that star of Desna in his hand, kind of idly playing with it, or like fidgeting with it. Aaron closes his eyes and says, "I <laughs> love that little goblin." And then he opens his third eye and he's thinking of, sorry, Kalere. <laughs> yeah, Aaron sees. Kaleri kind of slightly sulking at the bar, at the pickled ear, sipping on a a stout, surprisingly. And you see her kind of grimace every time she takes a sip, but doesn't seem like she's going to stop anytime soon. She's holding a letter in her hand, just kind of staring at it, not really paying attention to anything else that's going on. She kind of folds it and puts it down. And then she pulls out the amulet that was originally her mother's and she kind of stares at it. Aaron closes his eyes and says, man, <laughs> she is in her feels. Man, that's rough. That's a terrible poo water drink. And then she's sipping on that poo water. (laughs) Gross poo water. (laughs) And then then he opens his third eye and thinks of Erky. All right. And with that, we're going to fade over to Urkel as we see this. What's the spell that I got? Clairvoyance. Nice. Aaron, you see Urkel walking up to the familiar little townhouse. And of of that you know now is Tiberius Ulfnod's house. And we see there is light coming in from the fireplace. Uh, he's apparently still awake this hour. And we see um, Urkel come up to the door. I pause for a moment, um, take a deep breath, <clears throat> and knock three times. All right. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm coming. I'm coming. <laughs> and he kind of he walks over to the door, and you the door is pulled back, and he takes up the entire frame as you see your father. And his jaw kind of drops and he immediately just embraces you in a hug. Big hug back. And just says, Urkel, my boy, finally came back. 
You're upright. I half didn't expect you to be walking around so early. Uh, took yeah, about a took month. about took a few weeks off, you know. I had to had to stretch my muscles and. Well, War- Warble told me I had to take it easy. Couldn't get worked up. I had to change my diet. But... <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, no, I, I, I've, been, I've been getting around. Uh, well, I, I'm... What about you? You quest and all? Uh, every day you come back from a quest. Trust me, I've been on a few. <laughs> oh, yes, um... Whew, it's been a, a long time. Um, yes, we, uh, in, in short, shut down an, an entire cult, Dad. I mean, ended up taking down what we think was maybe the the first in command of the cult, and then um, on our way back through this transplanier portal, we killed a visage of a god, Dad. It was, it was insanity. <laughs> now, now, son, I, I've been known to stretch the truth on a few quests, but uh, cult killing, god killing, uh, is this all true? You calling me a liar, old man? <laughs> Never lied to you. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, so you, you killed a god. Yes, yes, and it was uh, fire in our, our we had a, a party with, um, uh, we have a wizard that uh, casts a spell on me that makes me not uh, burn as fast. And um, yeah, I was, I was just in there, you know, and I, I position, I'm getting really good at positioning now and um, really fast. I feel, I feel young again, dad. And um, and he's just getting really amped kind of talking about yeah. uh, combat tactics and, um, and he, you know, just says, you know, it was, it was, we met so many people and I was experienced so many different cultures, dad. I'm, are you, you remember what that's like? I, I feel like I've never seen the world and I got to see so much of it. <laughs> yes, well, I, I remember it better now that I see it in your eyes. I remember that fire coming back. But I also remember, remember the weight of all those scars. Yeah. But know that you yeah. earned them. And he sticks a, a big finger in your chest. You earned every damn one of them. Now, whether or not you killed a god, well, son, this, I know you helped out the town and all, but regardless, coming back, making it back, a lot of, a lot of my friends didn't get to do that. And I, I, I know you know the meaning of that, too. What with the war and all. But, and he just kind of puts his hand on your shoulder. Says, Urkel, and... You know, I always wanted you to be a hero, and... Means a lot, seeing you like this. And I, and I know you're not doing it... Just for me, either. You're, you're doing it on your own accord. You're doing it because that's what you want. So, just proud of you, son. Thank you, Dad. Yeah, it's not not been easy, and we weren't we weren't always able to save everyone. Um, we definitely saw a fair share of 
people that didn't make it, um, people we couldn't get to in time. Um, it took me back. You know, the, the thought of, of not being able to do enough um, hurts. Hurts a lot. But thank you for being proud of me. Thank you for your kind words. I thought about you every day. I, I, I feel like we haven't, we just kind of glossed over it. I didn't know if you were going to be able to to make it or what, at least what kind of shape you were in. Robo told me that everything would be okay, but I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure what that meant. Nah, I'm not going anywhere. I've lived through all kinds of stuff. No, no little tournament of yours is going to put me down. Now, I feel like, you know, I wasn't able to connect with you too much back in your old job and everything, but I feel like I'm able to feel like we've got something now, you know, to connect with. I feel like, I feel like I, I see you and, and, and you see me now. Yeah. No, I, I agree. We talked about this once before and I don't know how much you heard uh, when you were resting, but um, I feel like I've just begun only been at this for about a month and already my entire worldview has changed and it's hard um, it's hard to have relationship with those who don't have any idea the things you've seen the enemies you've put down it's there's no wor no wonder that you were so close to your party to your group I feel like I have a whole new family um people that I'd die for, people that would die for me. And I don't think we were fair to you. As a family. It seems so easy to sit back and not understand so much as a child and just want, want your dad to be around more, want your father figure to be home, but I understand. And I understand who you were before you met mom and started a family of your own. I understand that that there's a part of you that could never fully take on a helm of a normal father. And I'm so happy to be able to talk to you about this now. I truly don't think I ever thought I'd be here. Yeah, that like really hits him. And, uh, Struggling to find the words, but he just kind of nods and I appreciate that, son. It's, uh, I was selfish, but you're right. Once you've, once you've gone out and done it, and you'll know this, it's, it's hard to come back and live the day-to-day. -day. Sometimes your party becomes your family. Even when you already got a family back home, but... Well, I'm glad, I'm glad you understand. Now, now let's, uh, let's pop open some of that outlaw whiskey. 
And this, this is a night to remember, not to forget. And he kind of puts an arm around you. He's going to walk inside with you. Happy to be back. Let's crack it open. <laughs> yeah, and and <laughs> you're not gonna believe it. Some of your some of your friends from the from the capital came sake. to come see you. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, they stopped in earlier, and as you kind of walk in the threshold, what what <laughs> what's this? And you see, sitting in your father's chair, is a short man in a suit with bejeweled rings, hand on a cane, a large hat on his head, pointing a pistol at you and smiling. All around the room, there are men standing, all wearing fine clothes, all brandishing blunderbusses, the same that Frizzigig had. What do you do? Yeah, um, I put my hands up, and I say, you have me. All of them unload on Urkel and Tiberius in the doorway. I'm going to roll for damage now. And Aaron is watching all of this, correct? Correct. He can't hear anything, but he can just see. He can't hear anything. Oh my goodness. From multiple gunshots and the scatter shot, uh, Urkel, you're going to take 105 damage. I I am down. I'm going to need you to roll for initiative. Tiberius goes down. Bullets riddle his chest. But with his orc ferocity, he is going to come back. I'm up too, actually. And he is immediately going to charge to the nearest one of the men. 
and with one just punch, just going to absolutely shatter his jaw, dropping him to the ground. Then he is going to rush over to Vero. And Vero is still sitting, just going to lazily reload and shoot Tiberius in the gut. And then it is your turn. Urkel has a moment of knowing that if he runs, they're going to find him. And they're going to hurt people. So he's going to unlock his sword cane. And he's going to run in there as fast as he can. And he's going to plunge it into his heart. Into Mr. Vero. For 29. That is a miss. And he is going to try again. Natural 20. Oh. For 37. Perfect strike, triple damage. Okay. 52 points of piercing damage. You just jab your sword cane deep. It goes just through the back of the chair into his gut. He just looks up at you, sneering. And I'm just going to say, you can't fucking kill me. And that's my turn. As you end your turn, the other three men behind him reload their guns. You fall to the ground. You see Tiberius on the ground next to you, gritting his teeth, trying to like stay awake, fight consciousness. Just like looking at you, unable to speak. You're unable to speak. Severo pulls the sword cane out of his chest and groan, blood sinking into the chair. He's going to throw the sword cane over, hobble over to you. Reload slowly. Vision kind of goes blurry as you're looking up at him. Hear the sound of a gunshot go off. But you don't feel it into your body. You see the eyes of Tiberius close. You look up. Spits blood on your father. Throws the gun down looks at you says Urkel my boy I have no plan to kill you Halberk stabilize this man 
You see man on the side cast a spell. You feel your some of your wounds closing. Coming in through the door, you see a man in gold armor walk in the door from outside. Only he does not have his helmet on. And Urkel, your vision's blurry, but you see the face of someone you might have seen before, might not even remember. But the eyes watching the scene know this man as Lictor Lucian Vogt. Aaron, the man in the gold armor, is the man, the Hell Knight, that stole from you so long ago. Mr. Vera says, Vote! Put your helmet on. These people, some of them may still recognize you. And help me with this one. And Vote puts his helmet on, grumbles, comes over, picks Urkel up, your head just dangling around. And he, uh, you look at Mr. Vero, you, you know, I almost didn't come looking for you. Taking a tumble off that rooftop did me a favor. I was actually looking into sinking into the shadows, passing my job off to this man here so I could focus on my duties at the triad. But then you just had to go off to the jungle and destroy my entire enterprise. And that I cannot forgive. Now, now you will not die for a very long time. And he's going to like pick up his cane and it's just going to smack you in the head. Lights out, blackout. Urkel and Aaron your vision begins to go hazy and you return to the cavern in the haze we're gonna fade out and pan away from this cavern as we see one of these henchmen walking into the cavern and we see one of these men walking in to the breach. And finally, we see Clare leaving the pickled ear. And behind her, another man follows out the door, trailing her down the dark street. We pan beyond them, and lurking in the shadows, we see an elderly human woman with a long teal coat short, almost buzzed, silver hair, a pale complexion, and age marks that cover her face. And we're going to fade to black. And we see, in the wizard's grace, the chronicler sits and closes his tone to a group of children and fade to black. <laughs>